Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest of the DriveHubler.com hotline. She is the host of Tommy Laren is Fearless on OutKick. You can also find her on Fox News. Tommy Laren joins us. And Tommy, we got a number of different places we could begin here, but you put something on Twitter earlier, and I think it's a fascinating question. In lieu of what's happening with Hunter Biden right now, the plea deal starting to unravel, the questions around what's going on, would Hunter throw his old man, the big guy, under the bus to skate jail time? Oh, I 100% believe that he would. I mean, that would be very Hunter Biden of him to do so. Now, I don't think he would do it for, you know, just to get out of, Uh, a couple months in jail or a slap on the wrist. But I think if the man was facing some serious charges, some serious jail time, I think 100 percent he'd throw the old man under the bus. I mean, this is the kind of man that he is. He doesn't want to acknowledge his own daughter. He tried to skirt, you know, payments to the baby mama. So I don't think this man is necessarily family first if it doesn't benefit him. So I think that there is definitely a world where Hunter could sing like a canary. What do you think of the the breaking news today that that the judge basically threw out Hunter Biden's plea deal in return Hunter Biden's pleading not guilty uh the judge apparently had an issue with some of the constitutionality of the gun charges the prosecution said there's still an ongoing investigation but wouldn't say what that involved and the judge denied Hunter immunity from future prosecution you're just overall take on on what's going on with that right now well first of all good for this judge yeah. i mean i think we all expected some kind of a sweetheart plea deal and yeah. it is still that by the way i mean you can't get around that fact but i think that the prosecution here or excuse me hunter biden's legal team here they really have some balls right saying hey listen <laughs> we want pretty much immunity for life you know, we're going to plead for this, and then you can't go after us for anything. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's the way the justice system works. I mean, I know that there's a, a two-tiered system of justice, but they're acting for uh, quite a lot there. So, yeah, I'm glad that this, this judge appears to be holding firm on that. And, again, I think that the Biden family is just going to be unraveling in front of our very eyes. But the good news about this gentleman is despite everything that's happening, I don't know if you saw it, but yesterday Joe cured cancer. So that should be a saving grace for 2024. I mean, a lot of pay-to-play stuff. The man's got dementia, but he cured cancer. So we really can't overlook that. What do you say to people? Like even uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre on hunter biden she's saying well look he's a private citizen this is a personal matter for the bidens uh that's all you have to say about that yeah well you notice that her semantics have changed and discussing this issue yes. quite notab- noticeably yes. the other day she said never in business with so instead of saying they didn't talk about it right there was no involvement there was no uh there was no discussions now it's just they were never in business 
so now she's trying to change the definition of the word business before our very eyes. So pretty soon it's going to be, yeah, you know, they might have <laughs> talked about it. He might have been on the phone, but they didn't open like Joe and son down the street. So yeah, technically they weren't in business. Uh, Tommy Alaren joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Tommy, maybe it's because I've seen what's happened the last you know, seven plus years with Donald Trump, where the media and the political left would say the walls are closing in. They're going to put Trump in prison and it's Russian collusion and it's hookers paying on Trump and it's all this other stuff. So I'm a little hesitant to say that the heat is on the Biden crime family right now. But damn, it sure does look like there's a lot of action and wheels in motion right now with this stuff. Yeah, well, make no mistake, this isn't because this evidence just magically appeared. I mean, House Oversight and others are doing a great job. We've got two business associates that have spoken out, whistleblowers, et cetera. But I don't credit even all of that for what appears to be the unraveling. I credit the DNC deciding they need to get rid of Biden and they, they don't want him as their nominee in 2024. So I think they're starting to realize that they have to kind of loosen up their grip on this story a little bit and let a little more get out there because I don't think they want to run the man in 2024, but they're not going to let it go full bore. They're not going to just let it rip because they have to get rid of the Kamala situation first because they're still looking at Joe, you know, falling asleep in his pudding and still thinking <laughs> this is better than Kamala. So until you buy off Kamala and get her to step out, they can't let it all just crumble, but you're starting to see the making of the crumbling beginning. And I think that's a good sign. And how closely is your old buddy, your old Euchre partner, Gavin Newsom from California, <laughs> watching all of this unfold, Tommy? I think it's making him more excited than it's making me, honestly, to watch all this happen. He's just waiting. You know, this is Shark Week right now, and I said this the other day, but this is Shark Week, okay? And he's sitting there like a great white, and Joe Biden is a helpless seal, and he is just waiting for the moment where he can jump out of that water and get Joe, and I think that it's coming up sooner than later. I said earlier, I expect by Halloween, and I'm going to stick to that prediction. Do you think the Democrats, though, because it's the party of identity politics, do you think they would put up a, a rich, entitled uh, white man to uh, to represent them? Although, you know, they had a pretty diverse field in the Democratic primary in 2020, and they dwindled it down to a rich, entitled white man. So, yeah. so what do you think of, of that aspect of uh, the identity politics playing a role in who the Democrats choose if Biden steps down? Yeah, they're married to identity politics, but they're married to winning first and foremost. And I think that they know that if Kamala Harris was their nominee, that they would probably lose to Donald Trump or to Ron DeSantis. So as much as they're married to that, I think that they their desire to win would uh, trump that, uh, no pun intended. But I'll also say this, if it is Gavin in order to overcome jumping over Kamala Harris, his running mate is going to have to be not only a person of color, not only a woman, but probably a trans woman, probably, you know, a disabled trans woman, illegal immigrant. It's going to have to be something that checks a lot of boxes to overcome that. 
Uh, Tommy Laren with us, the host of Tommy Laren is Fearless on Outkick. Tommy, you made the move a couple years ago. You went from California and you moved to Nashville. Now, Nashville has been in the news for a number of different things over the last calendar year. So anytime you join us, I ask you this question. Is there any update on the Tranifesto, mm. the manifesto that this lunatic school shooter had that walked into the Nashville school and murdered innocent children? Any update on that? No, but the weird twist to all of this is that it's actually the school that's trying to keep this thing under wraps. So that's a, that's a very weird. I haven't quite figured out why. They're working so hard to, to keep this from getting out to the public. But it's, it's actually the school that's working behind the scenes. So I'm not sure exactly what's in there, who it makes look bad, or what implications that people could draw from the manifesto. But I don't think we're ever going to see the thing, to be honest with you. I think it would take a lot to claw that out of whoever is holding it behind closed doors. I just don't think we're going to ever see it. Tommy Laren from Outkick and Fox News here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. One other thing I wanted to ask you about was this uh, it's almost a, like a pop culture phenomenon with uh, Jason Aldean and that music video. What's it called? What is it called? Try that in a small town. Try that in a small town where the music video basically depicts the the BLM riots of 2020 and people spitting in cops' face, people getting beat up by rioters. It, it has caused such an uproar to the left. Those those chicks on the views, all of their heads were spinning around on this. Why is that video such a um, such a you know such a, a controversial? Point, yeah. yeah, yeah, a trigger point for these people. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because they were all hoping that we would forget about the summer of love yeah. 2020. And so now that you bring up those images and, and people are looking at them, they're reminded of, oh, my gosh, remember when COVID took a hiatus for three weeks or a month so that people could go buck wild and loot and steal things and beat each other and, you know, burn communities to the ground? They were really hoping that we would forget about that. But unfortunately, we have not. And they they don't want those images to be resurrected. So that's why I believe that they are so upset with that music video. Now, I'm hearing that Jason Aldean is putting together like a new video for that song, removing some of the images, not all of them. Should he apologize in any way or edit that video in any way, Tommy? Well, here's the news that we got today that there actually was about six seconds taken out of that video quietly. Now, from my understanding, it's not the Aldean team that did it. Apparently, some of those images from the riot season were copyrighted images or they weren't, you know, they weren't able to be used. So that's my understanding that the, a small portion of that video was already edited out. But I don't think it was Aldean caving to pressure. I think it was more of like a legal issue there. But, you know, he's not backing down from his sentiments, from the song. You know, we've seen that at at concerts. He stood firm. And good for him. I'm glad that he is. We need somebody that's got a massive following like that to stand up because it sends a message. And it's the reverse of Bud Light. And you're seeing it with the success of the song. So I'm happy to see it. Tommy, what are you working on at OutKick? Well, my show tonight that's airing at 7 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be talking, of course, all the latest on Hunter. I actually have the journalist that broke the Hunter Biden story, Emma Jo Morris. Oh, she's She's awesome. On the show tonight. Love Emma Jo. She's she's on the show tonight kind of breaking down the latest. And then uh, we're talking about how I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but since 2006, the IRS has spent over thirty five million dollars on uh, an arsenal of 
weapons and other military equipment. So we're going to dig into that tonight, too. I've got uh, Adam from Open the Books on. And then a little final thoughts on some of the stuff that I've been talking to you guys about, the old Kamala situation. So that's tonight, and I'm looking forward to it. 7 o'clock tonight. Tommy Laren is fearless. Tommy, you're the best. Thank you. Uh, Good to talk to you guys. Thanks so much.